welcome to the Beautiful Souls Podcast with your host, myself, Danielle Cadwell. I'm an Olympian author, speaker, and coach, and I'm here to dive deeper into all things mindset, manifestation, mission, and yes, some meditation. In 2013, I was an unfit, concussed, and massively self-conscious synchronized swimmer when an opportunity arrived that was well beyond my wildest dreams to begin training for the next Olympic Games. I was terrified. However, I decided to take the biggest leap of my life. I went all in, moving from Canada to Australia and dedicating my life to my sport. On this journey, I made a vow to myself. If I could do it, if I could really make my wildest dreams come true, I would spend the rest of my life sharing what I had learned to help others do the same. So beautiful souls, this podcast is where I fulfill my promise. We'll talk about everything from the energetics of manifestation and the power of self-worth to mindset cultivation and how to step up and into your soul mission. You can think of this time together as kind of like a soul spa, where together we will wash away your fears, massage you with some truth and some love, and spruce you up on the insides with some spirituality. So, are you ready to be rejuvenated from the inside out? Let's dive in. Hello, hello, sexy sunshine souls, and welcome back to the beautiful souls podcast. Are you like, girl, can you not sing every introduction? I don't know why every introduction is like the beautiful souls podcast. I'm not a good singer. Um, maybe someday, maybe I can manifest that someday, but I am really, ooh, ooh, fire in my belly, passionate about, um, what I want to talk about today. And there's a reason that you clicked on it, this, um, because you need to hear this message. I have absolute faith in the fact that the reason that you clicked on this message is because that you need to hear this message. Because you are most likely a woman or you know a woman, you identify as a woman or maybe you identify with feminine energy and you would call yourself or you would believe or you have been conditioned to believe that being selfish is bad. Oh my gosh, I was too. I was too. We are completely conditioned, especially as women, may I just say, to be told that us putting ourselves first is a bad thing because that means we're full of ourselves. We're selfish. Like it's a bad thing to be selfish. There's this such a negative connotation around selfish, right? There's a trigger. There's an emotional trigger, an energetic trigger around the word selfish. But I am telling you, my beautiful soul, if you are listening to me right now, you being selfish more selfish in your life is going to be the best thing you could ever do for your family, you could ever do for your children, you could ever do for your friends, you could ever do for your work, you could ever do for yourself. Because a selfish woman, a woman that puts herself and her needs at the forefront of her life and the top of her priority list has more love, has more magnetism, has more energy, has more power to give in her life absolute truth. If we think back to how women have been societally conditioned, you know, growing up, you know, we think of hundreds of years ago, women were thought as childbearers, right? We didn't even have the ability to have equal 
vote until like a hundred years ago, you know, don't quote me on the date. Um, you know, we have only been started to see as more equal, even the pay gap is still not equal. And we have been conditioned ancestrally as well. And I want you to understand that the reason that all of us women hold this too, is because we also hold onto the belief systems of our ancestors and our generations that have passed before us. You hold onto memories and beliefs and trauma from seven generations back. Seven generations. I don't know about you guys. My, this, I mean, I'm a little bit different. My great grandmother, so my grandmother's mom, was born in 1875. <laughs> Maybe you're not that case. You know, my parents are a lot older. My grandma was born in um, 1916, so a long time ago. But so that's just three generations back. If seven goes back a few hundred years, a few hundred years. And so we, as souls, as women at this time in the world, are holding on to the ancestral beliefs and trauma. We're going to talk about beliefs because that's a whole different, you know, conversation trauma. The beliefs that we need to put everyone else before ourselves. And we get second helpings, the second best, whatever is left over, especially. And I'm not even a mother yet. You know, I'm going to be a mother someday. Um, and I have no doubt that there's going to be challenges when that, that comes up and that I'm going to be working through. Maybe I'll be sharing with you guys, but I'm being totally transparent. You know, the, um, I, I feel like, you know, I'm not a mother, but I am the youngest of five children. If you know me, I have, um, 14, yes, 14, one, four, um, nieces and nephews. I have two brothers and two sisters. I come from a really big family and I've seen all of my sisters and my sister-in-laws move through motherhood. Um, and they're all incredibly beautiful. And this is not a comment on them, but it's just a comment on mothers in general. Um, because I also work with a lot of women that are mothers and a lot of women, by the time that they get to me, they feel exhausted. They feel overworked. They feel underappreciated. They put themselves last. They feel unworthy. Maybe they their health is on the back burner. Maybe their self-love is extremely on the back burner. They don't even necessarily know who they are because they've spent so much of their life doing things for other people, doing everything for other people. Because that is what we are conditioned to believe from our ancestral lineage and from society in general. Yes, we are living in a much more liberated time as women. Thank goodness. And I'm so proud of that. However, we are still living with those conditions and those belief systems that putting ourselves first is bad. And even this, this is what I want you guys to understand as well. Think of how you think of other women that put themselves first. Ooh, is that not powerful, right? Think of like maybe the assumptions that you make of another woman that is going to, you know, maybe she's a new mom and she makes time every day, every Saturday for herself to, you know, go and, you know, get a pedicure. I'm saying I know somebody, I follow someone who does this, right? How do you think of her? What projections do you put on her? Is there a projection of like, oh my God, like she's not like giving everything to her child. How dare she do that? Like, how does she have the time? How does she ask her husband? How does she do this, that, and the other? Like, what are you projecting onto other women that are putting themselves first? Mm. Mm. Because your projections and your judgments, you know, you're not judging them. You're judging yourself. You're not saying, how dare they? You say, I could never. I don't think it's okay for me to do that. It has nothing to do with them. Everything in this world is a divine mirror. Everything. It can be really, really mind screwing if we get into that, like a lot, but it is really important and powerful 
to make time to put yourself first, to do something for you. And I am not saying that you leave behind all your responsibilities and you don't take care of your children and you don't show up for your job or take care of your partner or like love your partner. It's not about that. I'm just saying that move your priorities to the top of your list and make sure that you give yourself time every single day if you have children, if you have a family or not, to do something just for you, to spend money just for you, to make time to have pleasure just for you. Because this is what I see. And I'm speaking from the lens of lived experience in many ways because I in I like, okay, so I I may have mentioned this in a previous podcast, but um, I call myself and I have for many years the opposite Grinch um you know in the in the movie the Grinch the Grinch was born with a heart three times too small I feel like I was born with a heart three times bigger than the size that actually is I have always had the biggest heart and I've just deeply deeply wanted to love people and this is probably going to be TMI I don't even know if I should share this but here we go um my mom my mom even knows the date that I was conceived because this is who my mom is. I love you, mom. Um, I was conceived on Valentine's Day. <laughs> so that plus, you know, I had the ability like I, when I was born, I not only had my parents, but I had four siblings that were older than me. They were all like parents. I feel like I got parents in total in tons and tons of parents. And I had my parents and I had a big family and I was conceived on Valentine's Day and all these things. I honestly feel like I was born with a heart like three times too big. And throughout my life, I thought that I've always wanted to love people. I've always just figured, I was like, how can I be people's friend? How can I help people? How can I love people? How can I let everybody in this world know that they are loved? And I thought when I was younger, that it would just be by being overly kind and overly caring and just like telling the people they're amazing and just like kind of just pleasing people, right? This comes a lot in with people pleasing. And I thought that that would help you know what that actually did? It brought up a lot of triggers. I attracted a lot of narcissistic people (laughs) who didn't treat me very kindly. I completely had my self-worth like devoted to giving to other people. I had my self-worth devoted to giving to others. And you know what? You cannot base your worth on anything that exists outside of your internal, internal body, your internal energy system. And I realized that no matter how much I helped and loved on everybody else, it never ended up holistically making me deeply and resoundly feeling better about myself if I hadn't done anything for me. If I hadn't done anything for me and I started, even though it was scary, I started to do more things for me. And you know what I started to realize? And this was like mind baffling. Uh, I was doing more things for me and I was like, oh, whoa, I actually have more capacity to give. Whoa, this is weird. Whoa, 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 whoa. What? I have more love to give when I give myself love. I have more energy to give when I give myself love. I actually help more people when I give myself love. And this is not only what I've seen in my, and no one's myself. I see this in the beautiful souls that go through my programs. 
especially in Worthy, which if you are listening to the time around release date, this Worthy is coming up. Worthy is coming up in September 2021. When women start to do more things for them, and if you guys have had to listen to Julie's podcast, um, episode 30, go and listen to that because her daughter literally said to her, her young preteen daughter said to her mom, when you do things for you, our family works better. What? Mm hmm. And the women in my program start to realize that when they actually start to love themselves, they have more love to give. They have more love to give. And I know if you have been brought to this space, I bet you are a one wholehearted, holistic soul being that truly wants to just deeply and profoundly help and make a difference on this planet in some way. Maybe you want to inspire. Maybe you want to motivate. Maybe you want to help heal. Maybe you want to uplift. Maybe you just want to love on people. And you know how you can do that on a grander, more magnetic, energetic capacity by loving harder on yourself by loving harder on yourself. And this comes with a sense of rewiring. We do have to rewire this because there are belief systems that are entwined within us that are going to want to stop us from doing that. And that is what we move through in Worthy, what we work through that healing of those programming of those belief systems. And then we uplift you on the other side to deeply and profoundly love yourself and realize the fucking power it is to be a woman. Because we have been oppressed for so long as women. For so long. This is like the feminist coming out of me, but in a beautiful way. Um, And we need to start realizing more and more because the feminine energy, the power of the feminine that is starting to rise with this like age of Aquarius that we're moving into, the empowered divine feminine that is coming through, this is going to help make massive shifts in this world. Women who realize their power, women who are embodied within themselves women who allow themselves to feel pleasure who are activated and feel embodied and whole within their own sensuality of being a woman women that are in tune with their body and their cycle and their system and their sensuality and their womanhood women like that women like that are going to change the planet i believe that And if you want to be on that train, if you want to be a planet changer, if you want to help people, and if you want to start with you, go and check out my program worthy, which is going to be coming out very soon. (laughs) Okay, I'll give you guys a little sneak peek. The cart is opening for worthy on September 13th. It's only open for five days and we're starting on the 20th of September. We're going into that. But even if you're listening to this later, or maybe this isn't the right time in your life for you which I totally respect, I challenge you to start to shift your perspective to just start to do something for you before you do something for someone else. This is why I'm such a big um, advocate of like having a morning routine and at least starting, you know, and this totally doesn't have to be perfect. Like my morning routine is like at the moment, because I've been really enjoying my summer. It's like totally different. Like, you know, um, sometimes I spend like two hours in a morning routine. Sometimes I spend 15 minutes, but start your day with you start your day for by doing something for you before you do something for everyone else. And I bet you will start to see that you have more energy to give. You have more to give to the things that matter. And it's going to elevate your life. It's going to start to make shifts in your field. You're going to start to empower the people around you. You're going to start to empower your children. 
Because even if your children think that they have you available at every beck and call and you as a mother demonstrate to them that what their value is as a mother, as a woman is just to be there for everyone else. That is what they're going to grow up to see and believe. And if you cannot do it for you, if I'm talking to you as a mother, do it for your children. Do it for your daughters and do it for your sons. So your sons know what it is to be, to see a powerful, beautiful, embodied woman. So your daughters see within you how to grow up and be something like that. And even if they choose to not identify with either gender, that they get to be embodied in whatever energy that is in line with them. Because yes, I'm talking to women right now, but this isn't just about women. This is about everyone. This is about everyone. Do things for you first. Put yourself first. Start to celebrate women and people that do things for themselves first. That make time for them. Celebrate the mothers out there. Go encourage your friends, your female friends, or your friends in general to go and do that as well. And then do it for you. Just do one thing. Just You can even start by doing one thing a week. And I'm not, you don't even have to start by anything radical. You know, you can just start by giving yourself 15, 30 minutes in a week. You have time for that. I don't care how busy you are. You have 30 minutes in one week. You have 30 minutes to give to you. Do something just for you. Take a bath. Listen to a meditation. Turn off your phone. Dance. See a friend. Do something just for you that lights you up. And then do it twice a week. And then try and do it once a day. And see where you go from there. Because the women that I know that are actually making massive shifts on this planet and big changes, they prioritize the things that they need to do. And they actually can give more. And I want that for you too. So my loves, it's not selfish to be selfish. Mm -mm. It is the most selfless thing you can do to be selfish. You want to help more? You want to give more? You want to love more? Be more selfish. And start to rewire the trigger in your mind that selfish is a bad thing because it's not. It's someone that is in the energy of putting themselves first so they can give more and start to celebrate people that are doing that because we need more souls like that in this world. And I'm so incredibly powerfully passionate about that. So my loves, I hope that you have enjoyed this. I hope that this has been a little like little invigoration in your bum that you needed. (laughs) If you're interested in learning more about Worthy, you can check out the link below. I love you. I am proud of you. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being here. You're an amazing soul. And I will see you in the next episode. Welcome to the other side, beautiful souls. I so deeply appreciate you spending this time with me. My intention with this podcast is to uplift, love on, and inspire you and align my actions with this intention. But as with everything in the world of personal and spiritual development, take what feels good for you and leave the rest. As a white, able-bodied, cisgender woman, the perspectives I share here are inherently affected by my privileges. I'm actively invested in learning how to elevate and support lived experiences beyond my own, and I'm always open to and grateful for your feedback. I am listening. No matter who you are, where you're from, or where you're going, I see you, I love you, and you matter. So thank you for listening, beautiful souls, and I'll see you next time.